0: Welcome to this Dharma If You Dare bonus episode. We hope you enjoy this soundbite from Catherine Powassaret Sensei and Doug Capel Duncan on the Buddha's allegory of the ego being like a house on fire that invites us to orient from the awakened state rather than the objects of our lives.
1: So the Buddha described this kind of situation in, well, we referred to the Burning House Sutra as one example. So in this, he basically describes the ego as a house on fire.
2: It was also called the Burning Desire Sutra. So the house represents your burning desire.
1: So basically, this idea of me is like a burning house in that it is, we know that we're going to die. We know that whatever this me is, is going to eventually not be there. Right. And it's subject to decay for some of us more than others. But trust us, it is. You may not be feeling it yet, but uh, so spiritual awakening is outside the house in the form of the Buddha calling us out. He's saying, "Your house is on fire. Come on out. Come on out." And the ego saying, "Like no, I like this house on fire, and all my stuff is inside the house, and I'm enjoying all my stuff." So in the sutra, the the Buddha's calling the people outside the house and people are saying, Oh, but no, I like my house. I like being inside my house. I like all these nice things that I have inside my house, even though they can see the flames. And even though the Buddha's trying to convince them to leave. So a spiritual awakening is outside this burning, flaming ego because spiritual awakening is itself timeless. A spiritual awakening is not subject to decay. It's not subject to death. It's basically consciousness and consciousness is everywhere and consciousness is eternal. It changes form, but it itself does not disappear. And so this is really the state that we want to be in because we're looking for something lasting and that's spiritual awakening, that's enlightenment. And all we need to do is step into that space. And then we have that contact with that eternal state of existence that even the ego is longing for. As Namdal Rinpoche said, this is the most beautiful for the least effort. When we're in that state, we're not actually doing anything. We're effortless. resting in that state. It's really an act of not doing.
2: I mean, it really is effortless.
1: And it's a generative state. It's eco-friendly. It's abundant. It really does have all of the qualities that we make ourselves miserable, trying to hang on to, trying to get. And even when we're outside the house, even when we're spiritual awakening, we can still play with all the toys. It's not like now you can't have your toys anymore. We just can't cling to them.
2: So what the Buddha offered in modern terms is a bigger TV, a fancier car, a nicer house in Florida, a more handsome boyfriend, a more beautiful girlfriend, a richer partner, A smarter partner, a handsomer partner. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. So the the Buddha used the very things that you had in your house, but better. Upgrade, right? Smart guy. Upgrade to this, upgrade to that, to get you out of that burning house. So what happens is that when you transfer from the object to the state, all the objects remain where they were. It's basically what he's saying. The objects haven't gone anywhere. But now that you're in the state, the objects are actually enjoyable because if they disappear or they go away or they crash or they fail, you're not moved by it. You don't change. Relationship ends, you don't change. Your career ends, you don't change. Your state stays the same. Yes, you get all the, the same objects, but you don't have the neurotic attachment and clinging based on the four fears holding them
1: down. That's the point of this story.
2: So horse and cart is otherwise known as system thinking
1: horse and cart system.
2: It is. The horse, the spiritual awakening is absolute truth. The cart and its objects are relative truth. We live in both worlds. But if you have the cart in front of the horse, you go in circles. It doesn't work.
1: Not even nice circles.
2: No, you get into accidents. This is where we say life is a bitch. When we say life is a bitch, we simply got the cart in front of the horse. That's it. Life isn't working for me. It's tough. Again, they got this problem. I got that problem. I got to work too hard. You got the cart in front of the horse. If you got the horse in front of the cart, it doesn't matter. You just do what you do, and do it the best you can, and share it, and get along as long as the best you can, and have fun. Open the present. All you have to do to open the box is be in that state, and you can do it. Great. Right now, here, forever, if you choose to be in that state.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's soundbite. If you find these teachings resonate and are wondering how to explore them further, I suggest you visit planetdharma.com events to see the variety of online and in-person offerings coming up. Whether through the formal retreats of Zogchen, the Western Mysteries or Zen, or online teachings and Q&A, like Enlighten Up and Digital Dojo, there is a wealth of programming to suit any level of interest and availability. That's planetdharma.com slash events. See you next time, and may all our efforts benefit all beings.